Yo, what's going on, everybody? Thank you for checking in episode 35. I believe it's episode 35. I probably should have checked that before I said that, but we're going to say it's episode 35 no matter what. I'm your host, Iron Emperor, and today we're talking about something that comes up a lot, a lot more often than it used to, at least in my opinion. Women are a little more open about their sexuality. They're more free about their sexuality and their sexual activity. And me and my man, Orel Beckham, talk about it. He had this up on his podcast, The Rel Relaxation Hour, which is a fucking fire name. And we went back and forth about pretty much body counts, our own body counts, our partner's body counts, things like that. And I think it's a dope topic because women now, like I said, are more free about their sexual activity, more free about their sexuality. Some of them don't kind of want to accept that that comes with certain things negative and positive but we dig into it a little bit more and we talk about our own experiences check it out my name is iron peace good everybody it is your favorite mc slash favorite rt slash favorite everything you can fucking think of and i'm here with my man from i don't even want to say it family before quite some time quite some high school cardinal hayes days my man's jumping into the podcast space he's already already climbing up man and it's it's kind of dope to see and i'm here with my man rel introduce yourself to the to the black and red room man Yo, what's good? It's your boy Rel's um once co-host of the Rel Raw and Uncut podcast, but now been rebranded to the Rel's Relaxation Hour. Mm. You can catch us every Monday night from nine to ten, maybe nine to eleven now on YouTube by clicking on the Evening Rush Network. I want y'all to peep game right there. First of all, this motherfucker said rebranded. All right, so he's already using industry words. We've been rebranded. And then he said we're, we're expanding from one hour to two hours. You only do that when you have an audience. That's all that means. So talk to me about that, man. Well, so last night was the premiere episode of the Rose Relaxation Hour. We did it on YouTube, on the Evening Rush Network. Um, but the response got so much feedback and so much positive feedback that even like 15, 20 minutes after the show was over, we were still getting comments in the section. Mm-hmm. Um so we weren't finished, but we had to cut time short, you know. So because of that, we just decided maybe we're just going to try to expand it for two hours for now. We'll probably test run it next week for two hours, see how it goes, and then we'll probably see how it flows after that, and then we'll go back to possibly one hour, maybe an hour and a half. But okay. we're going to try to rock with the two hours for now, see what happens. What's dope is I just literally just put on the – um, just looked it up. I was looking for a rel. I told you I can't say that. Rel, raw, and uncut. I got to say it real slow. Oh, you see, I rebranded it already. Totally. Like, <laughs> I was looking at it like, what the fuck is this shit, man? So, nah, that's dope, man. And I'm looking at the topics you have. You got a lot of topics I like. And one thing yeah. I, I don't try to do, I ain't going to try to grab nobody else's topics. But you got a lot of shit that, you know, was the intention of mine, too. You know, I touch on certain topics on my podcast. And you seem to be touching on shit that people either don't feel comfortable speaking about or they don't want to. And you give it a yeah. honest, you know. From your point of view, like everybody's not going to agree with you, but you give a very yeah. honest, you know, input. You know what I'm saying? Now, what what motivated you to even start doing this? Um, well, funny. What motivated me was the fact that um, the guys that I'm working with now, who on my podcast is actually under, yeah. I wanted to start a podcast maybe a year and a half ago before the pandemic started. But um, 
procrastinating, which is one of my biggest things. That's the devil, right? You know, the first thing I did was hit him up. I asked him, he gave me the tools or whatever that I needed to start it. Right. Um, just never got to a point. Had to order the podcast equipment, I want to say April of last year. Yeah, I remember and, you asking me about that. Yeah, and I got the equipment and just sat it in a crate for there, months. Right? For months. Yeah. Then what happened was I came across the dude who wanted to start his own radio station again. He wanted to rebuild his radio station. Okay. So he talked to me about possibly doing a show on there. To which at that point I didn't know what the hell I was doing to be totally honest with you. But then he told me you should try podcasting. You know, sit yourself in a room, talk to yourself, record it, see how you get get comfortable with it. And in that turns, I ended up doing it that, and that's how the rose raw and uncut thing took off. Right. Just started with me just saying, you know, little things, trying to get comfortable. And then one episode went to two, two episodes went That's to a whole season. So you and now I'm on season two. Exactly. Yeah. So it's almost like working out, right? Like when you start seeing the progress, you keep going. Mm-hmm. And, and um, it's funny how you said the procrastination. I remember I bought all of my equipment around my birthday, so around May. And in my head, I'm like, by the end of August, I'm going to have 15 episodes. I didn't start this shit till November. And it, it is what it is. But once I started... You know, you pick up, you know, I started with the videos at first and I was a fucking bitch to edit. So I'm like, I- I'm not doing that no more. But you learn, you progress, you get better. You mm-hmm. know and I-, I listened to I haven't listened to all of them. You know what I'm saying? But I've definitely listened to. um. Oh, shit. I just saw this R. Kelly and Mental Health. I didn't see that one. That one. Yeah. There's a, I think the, I think the one, the most personal one for me was probably the um the, the Rails Therapy Session. That was that one was a little deep mm. for me. That was uh, tapping into things I went through in my past. It was pretty much it's, it's just what that was. I just yeah. pictured myself sitting in a chair and just expressing my feelings and thoughts. And yeah, that definitely was the most personal one I did. Okay, so I'm gonna give that a listen to when we get off air. And you know, I'm, I promote that. You know what I'm saying? I did an entire album where I'm just fucking spilling my guts out the Dr. Diller joint, where it's just like speaking truth, man. What's somebody gonna fuck you up because you say something that you're thinking about yourself? Like, who cares? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Definitely dig into that. I'm gonna go through some of your topics just to give people an idea. This is the topics that this, <laughs> this dude comes up with. I, right? my girl got a girlfriend, or does she? Okay, that's one topic. Yeah. Is it okay? You know what? I'm gonna tell you right now. So these are the ones I've listened to. I've only listened to about four. I've listened. Mm-hmm. To, he goes in relationships, support, of course, because that's what this is about. Mm-hmm. Um, I just finished the one that I really want to talk to you about on this one. Mm-hmm. More focus on is the um, excuse me the body count one which is that's that that was on something i was thinking about i was going to do it more about my own you know travels through this world as a i've gone through two different you know time lapses of just hoarding just wilding out and i kind of look back and a lot of things you said in there i kind of you know vibe. you want to know something you want to know where i blame that on and i'm gonna be totally honest with you you might agree with me you might not Don't i blame that on the fact that we went to an old boy high school didn't help. If you really think about <laughs> that, now nah, think about it. If you really think about it, the important, I don't want to say the important years, but the years of us adolescents and, you know, ex- exploring ourselves as yeah. young men, teenagers, mm-hmm. we did that with boys for four years. Yeah. Think about it. They think about it. You know, so by the, t- yeah, we go, in, we go in what, ninth grade with boys, we leave. So we go in, think about it, we go in 13, 14 as boys mm-hmm. and essentially come out as young men at 18, mm-hmm. but you spend four years. Mm-hmm. With nothing but dudes all day, and looking so, at teachers who, if we saw them on the street, and be like, "Ah, she trash." But in let me not say trash; it's not nice. She's not that attractive, but in there, she was like a yeah. But they, <laughs> this is what I'm saying, and they were smashing students too, and we didn't even know who. No, don't tell me that. Don't, actually, no. don't tell me because if if it's Miss, I didn't get nothing. It sure was. It sure was. I'm gonna blank that out. No, wait, not, not during school, but after school. 
I'm not sure, but I know I did hear the rumors about that though. Yeah, but rumors are whatever. Nah, but I actually had dudes that I with, that I worked with in the post office that actually went to his after us. That was yeah. like she was definitely moving like yeah. So when I edit this, I'm a hundred percent gonna take her name out, but fam, <laughs> I never even yeah. had class with her, man. She was just like I don't know if she was white or she was Spanish, but she had them hips and I was a big fan. And she was I mean, but yeah, but like also like you said too, I was being in there with old boys all day. She's the only thing really to look at. Now we was looking at a bunch. Well, at least I was. I was looking at um. I don't even remember their name. You remember Miss Miss with the big old, the big yeah. Old ladies <laughs> <and ladies. laughs> you got to edit this out definitely. I say yeah. I say her name. I don't care. I'm not accusing her of nothing. You know. What I'm saying? No, I'm not, I'm not accusing her. Look, this is just rumors. Like, let's be clear. It's just rumors. That's how Bill Cosby got in trouble, man. Yeah, but he got acquitted though. That's because he's Bill Cosby. Only got Bill Cosby money. I, yo, we, don't, that, we don't know where she's at right now. She might be washed up now. She probably is washed. So you know what's funny though? When we um look back at shit, they seem so much older than us. She was probably like six years older than us, if that. If that. No. And so think about to think about it that from that standpoint, she young, young woman, young attractive woman, mm-hmm. being in high school full of boys. Let's just from, say, let's just say, let's city. just say, if twenty dudes, yeah, let's just say, if twenty dudes hollered at her, she was not turning down all twenty dudes. Though. It had to be one that game day and got her. Not I'm saying sure. that we, once again, this is rumors. You playing we're numbers? We playing? Yeah, numbers. yeah, man. Yeah, that. I ain't gonna hold you, man. I kind of, yeah, I, I thought about Mr. Porter all the day because there was this lady at my job that almost looks like her. Mm-hmm. Like, oh shit, that's Mr. Porter. Like, yo, that's you know, ready now, but now nah, I'm fucking with you, but I admit. I'm gonna stop saying her name too. I don't feel like editing her name out a lot. Yeah, yeah, because we just said her name about like twenty yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. But you're right, that didn't help. And it's funny, excuse me. I was put into an old boys school because my mom gave me an option. Like seventh grade, seventh grade, seventh grade, I got kicked out of school. Mm-hmm. And but I was a good student, so I still got promoted. And mm-hmm. eighth grade was when I realized, holy shit, girls are getting breast. I think I like them. They seem to like to touch my pee pee and stuff like that. So I was like enjoying <laughs> that. And then they mm-hmm. put me in school with all of my friends in my neighborhood. So I almost got left back. Uh, left mm-hmm. back. So my mom was like, you either go to an all boys school or military school. So I chose an all boys school. I mean, that was an easy choice. Supremely easy choice. <laughs> you know? I mean, if you think about it, in retrospect, you had your best interest in heart. Look how you turned out. Absolutely. I mean, who knew it would have happened, man? Mm-hmm. Who knew what happened? And body count would have been a lot, a lot higher, man. So yeah, mine was almost my my going to old boy high school was almost the same way. It was almost like she gave me the choice. So I had the three choices: it was Spelman, Hayes, and my, and um, Ooh, don't say uh, you uh, Hollows, say Hollows. All right, you almost said that. Nah, no, nah, 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 we're not <laughs> the enemy. We can't talk about that. But um, nah, it was all Hollows, Spelman, and Hayes, and I was like, I want to go to Spelman because Spelman had girls, and she was just like, all right, cool. And then once it came to choose, she was like, yeah, you're going to Hayes. And I, I was even, like, oh, come on. I didn't even think about that. I don't even think that was an option for me. It was between. I did a high school visit there. That's dangerous, man. To be, not for yeah. nothing, I actually think it worked out better that it was all boys. There was less fights. There was less bullshit, less competition. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, I told, yeah, but in retrospect, I told him it was like going to school with people from your hood, though. It was. It was. Remember the, we used to fight on the corner? I never man, that shit, but fight in the corner. Nah, me neither. Was I, was, Alfred, I was a good kid. What was that? I was Alfred a good Smith? kid, man. Alfred yeah, Smith, I, was that? Stevenson, I don't remember. No, I probably was Smith because Smith was close and Stevenson by Casper Hill. Okay, so yeah, they was thinking Hayes was pussy because we was calling um we was Catholic school, but they ain't know, man. <laughs> Hayes was a public school without fucking metal detectors, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Have you ever been back to the school? No. <laughs> Me neither. 
No, there's no, there's no reason for me. Unless Brother Gwon be there. That was my guy. That's it. Nah. I mean, I'm close to it. I still don't look that far, but I still haven't been back to it. I thought they was going to go um, co-ed for a while. That was that a movie. rumor, but that never yeah. happened. They were supposed to go co-ed out senior year. Oh, God, I'm glad they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't. yeah. <laughs> that would have been a jungle in there, man. But they changed the sign in the front, and I thought it was real. They changed it from Cardinal Hayes for boys to Cardinal Hayes Memorial School. Oh, really? That would have made sense if they was rebranding it to put it a co-ed school. Exactly, exactly. So let's go back to your body count joint. So when mm-hmm. I was in, I don't know how how much you want to get into that part in history. I don't know who you got to answer to. If there's a statute of limitations, but there's no statute of limitations, so we're gonna be real careful. Real with this. careful. All right. <laughs> what was the body count looking like during the high school times? Because I was quiet. Nothing. You want to know something? Here, here's something. I was a virgin until I graduated. Get. I was 16. Really? Yeah. I graduated. I, I lost my virginity. What? Like. Maybe two months after we graduated? Damn, you waste no time, yo. Man, listen, it didn't fall that way. If it was up to me, it would have been way before then, but you know. Early, right? yeah, I, but I, I even remember the date, bro. It was August 20th. Me too. Mine was August 18th. Oh, shit. See? Yeah, see? I was 16 years old, and it was um, <laughs> it was on my boy's mother's bed. That nigga was pissed, bro. That, oh, that, I'd have been tight, too. Yeah, he was pissed, yo. He wasn't happy about it. And I remember, you super broke the rule. Supreme. I mean, whatever. I was happy. I had nowhere else to go. My mom, I mean, he was younger right then, so it don't count. And then it was that nigga was sitting on the couch, livid, man. And I remember the first time, I didn't even nut because I was, you know, we make it up to be this big grand thing. And when it I it's not that. No, nah, when I got it, I was like, this is cool. And she had to stop. She went and walked the dog. And she came back and we finished. But I was like, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it said the same thing for me. It was like, eh. I, I think, I think for me, it was more of a. Okay, I finally did it. Maybe I'll be accepted by all my friends now. So, because be yeah, because at the end of the day, let's be cool. Let's be clear. That's what a lot of us did it for. Mm-hmm. You, you had guys, and I'm pretty sure half the guys we probably went to high school probably wasn't even fucking. No, but they probably didn't put a front like they was. But then you can't prove them wrong, so right. you got to kind of fall that stigma too of being like, "Yo, I did it too," knowing you didn't do it. Yo, so that reminds me of the 40 year old version, and it was the scene. Have you seen that one? Yeah. I remember the scene at the beginning when they were all talking about the sexual experiences and Steve Carell's character was like, oh, I love titties and they feel like a bag of sand. I felt like that in like so many conversations. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And as I look back, especially in Hayes, man, we talking there. At that point, I was getting it. Was that 16? Was it like junior year? I was Mm -hmm. fairly active. You know, it's funny, man, just going back real quick between my first and my second. I didn't have sex like three years because the condom broke. And I thought I got her pregnant, and that shit scared. That see, shit. and that's and that's the problem with us having sex at a young age. We not see they didn't teach us that at sex ed until we're like senior year. Yeah. So you're like, you're kind of broken. You're like, damn, I'm about to be a father now. How am I going to explain this? Exactly. I didn't even know it broke. Like we kept going, and you know, me not being experienced, she dried up because what happened? We was in a living room on the floor. My mm-hmm. mom's in the bedroom, and they get to the bathroom. You got to cut through, or to get to the kitchen, you got to cut through the living room. Mm-hmm. My friend, my friend Edgar came out, or Sharif came out. And we was on the floor. He thought we was in the bathroom. So she, like, got panicked. And she said she dried up. I don't know what the fuck that means. So I put her back in the rubber brakes. I don't know. I ain't pull out. I shot the whole 16-year-old. And, you know, that's top potency. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you got that right. Fam, I was scared. I remember that night, man. I was playing um one of them race, Gran Turismo. I remember just sitting there, just driving down the track, thinking about my life. <laughs> and I was like, nah. <laughs> He's like, yo, I'm about to have kids now. Dog for two and a half years, I was chilling, man. But yo, you you mentioned something, but like you kind of want to make it seem like you getting it, you know, around your peers and shit, man. Like, was you getting that direct peer pressure? Because I feel like my close boys, we all lost it around the same time. 
Well, um, not really, but my my peer pressure was school because, like, when I came home, it was like home and school. I really, at the time, my mom was not really keen on letting me be out in the streets because of where I'm from. So it was more like y'all and home. That was pretty much it. So it was like y'all was my peer pressure, or y'all was the peers that I was talking to. So it wasn't like I was having other friends I could talk to outside of school and being like, "Yo, that it is now." So it wasn't even that way. Right. Probably with the exception of my cousin, but you know, he was just as much of a version as me, so we couldn't really get on each other Put about on nothing. The show, right? Like, yeah, yeah. That shit is funny, man. Like, there, there's a oh, some of my boys from the neighborhood. I ain't gonna say no names, but they used to go to the house across the street, and they was as I look at it, they was younger than me. You know what I'm saying? But you know, they was more you know outside. They was involved in certain things. Mm-hmm. They, they was like running trains in the big house on these chicks, man. Picking up chicks outside and bringing them to the crib and running trains on them. And in my head, I'm like, that's the cool thing to do. And then one time, <clears throat> the opportunity for me to go over there came up, and I pussied out, man. I was scared to go over there. So it was like, you know, it's 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 fun to talk that big talk, but when it came for me to get on the stage and go over there because they picked up these two chicks, I think I didn't pick my phone up or some dumb shit like that. So it was like, I wanted the clout before that word was even a word, but I was kind of nervous to even go over there. You know what I'm saying? And get involved with that too. You know what I mean, I mean, if you want to be, if you want to get up close and personal, like, and this is this is this statue of limitations have passed. So no, I'm pretty don't, sure. Don't give it time. Don't give it time. It was no, no, no. It's passed. It's passed. It's passed. Trust yeah. me, I'm good. So, but that's actually kind of like how I ate pussy for the first time because I was scared to have <laughs> sex. No, it was literally we was matter of fact. You want to know something? It was yeah. senior high school, matter of fact, and it was okay. Regents. And shorty that I've known since elementary school, mm-hmm. you know, I took a big game. Like, I knew what I was doing. No, I'm doing what I did. But she she was like, okay, so then whatever, come over after school. So went over there after school, whatever the case may be, got in a crib, whatever. Yeah. And it was like, it was naked, got a chance to do it. Yeah. And it was just like, and this is the funny shit, though. Ducked under the cover, and I'm just face-to-face with the vagina, right? Yeah. And I'm like, what am I going to do? Because I don't know how to have sex. I'm, what am I going to do? And that's pretty much the first time I ever ate this, man. Yo, story in my life. So let me ask you this. When she gave you the, the thumbs up to come over, what was your nervous rating? Like, as a you know, it's crazy. Over? I ain't gonna front. Yeah, I wasn't even scared. That's the crazy mm. part. It wasn't until I got face to face with her, we were naked, and I was just like, oh, shit, this is gonna fuck me up right now. You on the stage right there. You know what's funny, though, is like, I hear a lot of girls are nervous too. So it's like, and they talk a big game as well from certain people that I've had conversations with. They just as nervous. The difference is, is like, their nervousness usually doesn't manifest until the end of the night. If you and I are nervous, our shit might not get up. We might shoot quick. Or we might have some doofy-ass pumps. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's the same amount of pressure isn't on there. <clears throat> so I don't know. My first time, you know, my mom my mom called it. My mom hated her. And my mom called it. She's like, she's going to take it, Virginia Derrick. And once you lose it, you can never get it back. Mm-hmm. 16, I'm like, okay, that's cool. Whatever. And so I wasn't nervous. And then every time after that, I wasn't nervous. But yeah. So when did you hit your... All right. We got to be careful with the time. Did you go through... Because you mentioned in this episode, you think everybody should go through a whole phase. Have you gone through a whole phase yourself? Most definitely. <laughs> I mean, I mean, look, yeah, I mean, I mean, like most of the stuff, like my girl's gonna end up hearing this because she wanted to view it. But I mean, she knows my stuff, she knows my history yeah. from what I was then to who I am now, two totally different people. Man, and that's all part of growth and maturity. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, there was one point, there was one point that I used to bring like a different girl to my building like every day. Like and my Friends would be like, wait, like, what the fuck? Like, there was another one. And I just, and, I, and even then, I felt like that was trying to keep up with 
you know, the hood mentality as well. Exactly. Like you trying to be, keep you trying to be a legend, bro. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, yeah. I was. I'm not even gonna lie to you. No. I was, but you know, when you get older, you realize sometimes you get older, like I look back at it now and I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking back then? Exactly. <laughs> I know exactly like, what you mean. I had the same situation where it wasn't where I was trying to bring girls back to the crib for people to see. Because people in my building, they, they don't really come out too much. Everybody I know is gone. <clears throat> my whole building's Dominican now, and I don't know them. I wish I could say the same. <laughs> my, building, my building was out every day. So, every day. When I was running, it wasn't it wasn't that many people outside. But my neighbors were here. And my boy Brandon's mom used to be <clears throat> next door. And down the hall. Mm-hmm. And they would see, I got to blank that name out too, because I'm going to tell the story about her daughter. But they used to see me coming <laughs> in with so many, I had so much traffic in here, man. It was, mm-hmm. it was, it was, it was bad. Like, and I blessed, I thank God every day. I never caught STD, no babies, nothing like that. Cause I was, I was, mm-hmm. I, was I was out here and it got to a point where my man Brandon's mom, I don't mind saying her name. She would see them coming in and then she would say the next day, man, she was about a six. No, that one was about a seven. That one was about an eight. <laughs> she was judging him? Yeah, she was like, you can do a little better than that. And then the one down the hall, like I've known these people since I was a baby. So they know me coming mm-hmm. up. The lady down the hall, whose name I got to blank out, her daughter started coming over here. And her and her daughter, we were going to, but we ended up never doing anything. Mm-hmm. She was so scared. And that lady loves me. If I needed anything, I'd go to her right now. But she was like, mm-hmm. Be careful in that house. I was gonna fuck the shit out of her daughter. Though. I ain't gonna lie. I was gonna try to. Yeah. So why you stopped? I don't know. You know when she came to the crib, I got nervous. I'm not gonna lie. I got nervous. Like she's a little older. Mm-hmm. Than me. I've always had a crush on her since we was little. And she came in here just. She was like floating in here. She had like she. Not I mean, did she? She knew what she was coming for. I'm not sure because we had flirted and entertained the idea of doing something before she mm-hmm. came because she was out of state. Mm-hmm. We had entertained, you know, her coming. She came to the crib. She sent me a pic of the joint, a couple of, you know. Oh, so yeah, she knew she was coming for it. Come on, come on. You knew what it was. And when she, but, but I, I, again, I don't bat a thousand, man. I'm a confident guy, but I don't bat a thousand. I was like, neither, neither, none, of, none of us do, man. None of us do. She came in here floating in here, and I was like, this is the same girl I've known since I was six or seven years old. And she came, and I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do with this? Nothing happened. I, I don't know. I didn't even try to make a play. I don't know. Was I kind of, no, like, you pumped out. She was waiting for you, too. Probably. Probably. Oh well. Look, man. Oh well. But yeah, so you definitely said that like trying to get the validation of the people around you. And for me it wasn't about that. When I went through my my couple, I went through two different phases. Both of them, you know, let me not say both of them. One of them came after a really bad heartbreak. So for me it was more I was trying to like find a way to find peace. And I was trying to find peace and pussy from that. And that wasn't working. So mm-hmm. it was like it got to a point where I was just trying to ego boost you know i definitely was insecure at that point so it was mm-hmm. like me being able to get all of this kind of boost in my ego but also i had never been on tinder before and after me and this girl broke up i went on tinder like a month after and i was like you got to be fucking kidding me with this bro mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying you fuck with the after- no i'm not gonna get into business like that but i'll talk about me it was like relentless but now listen now look disclaimer <laughs> again but and any of my friends could tell you when they came to Internet hookups, online hookups, I was that guy. Yeah, you was Tinderell? With ease. <laughs> when I wasn't even Tinder, we got to go back further. Like, Black Planet, the Hente. Yikes. Me, Hente. Yeah. I never went on me, Hente. Man, listen, that's where all the Spanish chicks was. We I know. Had to find. I know. I, but, wasn't, yeah. I wasn't in the Spanish chicks at that time, man. I was one of those guys that was like, yo, you got a friend? All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo, we going out. Because I never really did the whole going by myself alone thing. I never really trusted it. But yeah, it was always 
luckily for me, I always had one that always had a friend. So we was able to, you know, just go chill together, whatever the case may be. Oh, man, I went on so many solo missions, man. Like, no, me too. So now you kind of think about, like, what the hell was you thinking at the time? I'm telling you, I'm, I'm inviting chicks to the crib. You know what I'm saying? And, like, now we're you don't know what they plot in there. You don't never know. Nothing. Stupid shit. And I would give them a different address, and I would meet them downstairs. And what I would mm-hmm. do is the sign in front of my building is broken. But, mm-hmm. I, you know, people got locations and shit on their phone. Yeah, of course. About that. But me thinking I'm smart, I would anything that had mail on my address in it, I would hide it. You know what I'm saying? A little shit like that. But again, mm-hmm. we can smash and I've passed out, fell asleep as we drinking. They could have robbed my whole place. You could have had a bunch of niggas in here. You never know, never, man. Never know. And I look back at those times and I was blessed. But now looking back and thinking that I never, you know, I, I really didn't have any, as far as I know, maybe subconscious shit, but like negative effects. Man, I had a good time, man. I had a good time. Man. Looking back, it, it ended up hurting after a while, but at the peak of it, I was having a good fucking time, bro. I'm not even gonna lie. Man, listen, I look at it like everything we went through brought us to where we are today. I think what I think everything I've been through now is the reason why I appreciate the relationship I'm in now. Because it's just so much different, so much more. Well, first of all, we getting older, man. Let's be clear. We'll be right. 40 next year. Nigga. You don't want to be by yourself or going through different pussy forever. That should get don't. boring. That should get yeah. boring. And after yeah. a while, too, like I ain't a nigga, I don't run in things raw. So it's like with a condom, everything. Give with the exception of a few, it, it all becomes one, one, one. Yeah, it's not the same. Yeah, it might smell different. It might move a little different. Unless you got like some type of, for me, it's like the emotional link for me is kind of more what I get off on at this point, you know? You don't know. Yeah, sex for me is, I'll be honest, sex for me is not emotional. It's not? It's, no, no, I don't think so. It's more of a, um, me, it's the connection I have with you after it. But that might also be because of the amount of sex mm-hmm. I probably had in my life. You might look at it Um, yeah, for the most part, sometimes, sometimes, even with the yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, because I said, you know, what I'm saying when I'm with wifey, whatever, we'll be laying in the bed and I'll just kiss her and hug her, and she'll be like, "Yo, was you always like this?" And I'm like, "Nope, nope, <laughs> nope." No. You know, I'm kind of the same way. It's like if I have, um, I'm not a dick. That's one thing I, I I'm showing somebody's story. I am not. You know, I'm not. I am. Man, but I am. <laughs> I feel like that's a choice in me, though. That's a tourist too, nigga. I'm on, yeah, I'm on the cusp. I got both. I'm a no, no, no. You on the Gemini side? We can't. Talk <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. nobody likes Gemini's, man. So I don't know. You guys are weird. That's, what what about. That's, a that that's another topic for another time, though. Worry, but you know, for me, it's like if I'm interested in you on a higher level, then I'm going to be dumb affectionate. I'm going to be. And mm-hmm. That's not. That's a very that, small. All right, that might be the tourist in you. That might small, be the tourist. Very small percentage. Very very small percentage. Yeah, I'm probably more affectionate now than I've ever been. Yeah. Be honest with you. Hell yeah. Like, I hold that hand, I kiss in public. Like, I really yeah. wasn't doing all of that before. That I was never against thing. that. I was never against that. If you like, and this is going to sound fucked up because I don't want anybody that listens to this that I may have had an interaction with feel like I'm trying to shit on them. I'm not. But, you know, the roles were played. Like, we had our roles in that, and our positions was thoroughly discussed and described. But it's like, if it's somebody that I actually really like, I hold the hand in public. I don't mind doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I kiss mm-hmm. in public. I do little shit like that. So, for me, that's not a big thing. That's never been a big thing for me, but it's earned. it has to be earned. I'm not just giving it to the girl that I matched with on Tinder three hours before. The fuck out of here. Oh, of course not. Of course, that don't man. You barely even get an invite anyway for that. Come on. <laughs> Yo, seriously, man. And I, I kid you not, man. I look back, man. I've, I've gotten away with a lot of things, bro. But we all have. Yeah. I blame AIDS for that. <laughs> I don't really blame Hayes for that too much because I was getting it. Like I said, when I was 16, I was I was mm-hmm. like fairly active. But 
Even I me, mean, I was like super nerdy, man. I'm on my bed. I don't want to play ball, but I was above average at, but not super good at. So you know, it was cool. You know what I mean? If you consider yourself super nerdy, look how successful you are now. So being a nerd ain't that bad, brother. It ain't bad at all, bro. <laughs> it ain't bad at all. And I can rap really good, so it's, it's all right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you touched on a couple things with um, like with your partner and your body count, like. Mm-hmm. I personally may not give a number, but I do make it very clear to a girl that I want to get serious with. Any girl that I have ever tried to get serious with knows my history because I make that very clear. I also don't want it to slip out one day. And then, it yeah, you just never know who she might know. Small you never, world. yo, man, super listen. Small world, super small world. You know if you, man, listen, if I tell you what small world it is, I'm going to have to tell you what it is like off camera and you'll understand why it's so small. No, I know. I know. You know how many Eskimo brothers and sisters is out here, man? Where it's like, Oh, you smash on so yeah, you know, and it's funny how small yeah. that is, but we, yeah, guys. No, I was gonna ask you, that's a good question. Would you like somebody your man smash? Yeah, man. That's that's mm, I mm, I don't know, man. That's and this is like my guy that I'm around all the time. Yeah, like like your man's man's like your man's like you will grew up with from the, the, the dirt. Like, but let's just say he smashed her like 15 years ago and she came back around now, but he tells you like, yo, I smashed that. Like, oh, see, for me, I don't yeah. think I could do it. I'm not even gonna say I think I can do I can't do it. But especially like my thing is with dudes, when we were younger, I would, you know, if I dealt with a chick that a fee that one of my people's dealt with, I would ask yeah. him, like, yo, are you cool with that? Well, and yeah, my thing a, is be honest. Yeah. I hate when dudes be like, Nah, go ahead, go smash or whatever. Word. I don't care. And then they be in their feelings about it after. Exactly. Like, nah, no, just be honest. Yeah, be straight up because I'm going to do it and I don't want to hear shit after. You gave yeah, me and then, but if you tell me you have feelings for it, I might not even do it. That's the thing. Like, it's too many women in the world for me to, to lose my friendship over Word. you. Like, See, that's the communication part. And I, you know what? To be fair, it's like, so me and my boys, I, I hang out with, you know, outside of my boys that I grew up with, I have my boys from school. And we have most certainly have common yeah, of course. In the history. Mm-hmm. There's parts where I would know. Like, I would get a word on so-and-so. It got to a point where when we were at the height of our powers and everybody was single, everybody was running around chilling, I would go to so-and-so and be like, yo, this one, you know her? Because you would have to ask. Mm-hmm. More often than not, somebody in the group knew this girl. So now it's like, all right, well, fuck it. I'm going to still smash. Do you care? Do you care? Do you care? And if niggas say no, like you said, if you catch feelings after, that's not on me. You signed the contract. You said no. I can only go on what the contract say. Yeah, man, listen, my body count is so bad that if it's a picture, like, on social media and my girl is with me, she'll be like, yo, did you smash her? Ooh. Yeah, it's like, I mean, nine out of ten times the answer is no, because I didn't, but it's just the fact that, um, um, she's not really bothered by it, nah, because the thing is, she's not really bothered by it, my thing is, like, just tell me, let me know, don't. Like have me in the dark, so that way if she start acting funny on social media, I know mm. why she acting funny. And then I feel like at that point, if the female started acting funny like that, I just gotta get rid of her because it just ain't worth it. It's not worth dealing with the whole relationship thing right. and beefing over that. Hundred percent. See, that's a, that's a wise man. That's that's something the young nigga won't do. I didn't learn that though. I learned that the hard way. Exactly. It went through a lot of arguments with her for me to have to be like, okay, I kind of see it from your point of view now. I get it. Yeah. I mean, it kind of backfired on me. So I've only had two real relationships, right? And one of them was a seven year one. Mm-hmm. Me and me and this girl were like, before we dated, we were like, good, good. Like one of my best friends, like to point where I remember I was I smashed this one chick and it was terrible. And I remember texting him like, yo, I just got the worst ass ever. So we was on that level. The bad part about that was when her and I got together, she remembered everybody. 
and these are women that are still kind of around you know even if it's like my friend's friend who comes to the parties and whether it was stephanie or whoever it was and that kind mm-hmm. of bit, that kind of bit me in the ass and i was too immature at that time to really separate myself totally from them like it, it was never disrespectful shit with them like we just told but my girl was uncomfortable with that so that kind of bit me in the ass now my last one i don't know i think she just assumed anybody i knew that i, I kind of fucked with and yeah that's bad too because that relationship won't last it didn't the, the yeah. insecurity, insecurities definitely jumped because you i can't say she was wrong you know I, I can't really say she was wrong and um but again i explained to it as like when i went through my whole phases it wasn't because you know, initially it was because it was fun. I'm getting all this pussy, blah, 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 blah. But at one point it was like a power thing, you know, like yeah, mm-hmm. new chick on the unit. Cause at my last job, I was bad. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I'm like new chick on the unit, new nurse, new whatever. I'm gonna go take that down. Cause I can't, you know, and more often than not something happened. And then my ego was stroked, but then I felt like shit, you know, that shit got empty. You know what I mean? Was it, was it that easy? Yeah. Uh, oh mm. man. I, man, I, I can tell you some stories about that place. And I ain't going to say two months because I still work there. And yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Most of them aren't there. Most of them aren't there anymore. And mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't fuck around there no more. Like, I'm, I'm super low-key. You know, I have an interest. So, mm-hmm. I'm super quiet now. But, man, it was, it, was, um, it was a lot. And, you know, with my last ex, she knew how I was because I met her through my friend. So, she knows how. And that's my man. I travel. So, she knows, you know, birth of a feather kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't, it worked in my favor though because you found some panties under the bed one day. I don't know who they was. I swear to God, I kid you not. Ooh. Somewhere from the past, <laughs> somewhere from the past. And I told her, I said, I don't know who that is. You know how my life was. So me being upfront did help me. But what do you think is a negative of that? You know what I'm saying? If you, yeah, yeah, she's good because she's always going to feel like there's always going to be someone lurking around. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. So mm-hmm. let me ask you: If you found your, your girl, you met a girl, you go out with her. I'm, I'm sure you can figure out where this is going. Second, third date, everything's going smooth. You're digging her, right? At that mm-hmm. point, you can kind of decide if you like her or not. And she tells you, yeah, I went through a little phase. You know, I had a train run on me by a couple dudes in school. Let's say school, we old. So let's say school was 15, 16 years ago. Are you going to continue with that? She let three niggas from the Knicks run on her. And one, of them, mean? And one of them was Chris Dudley. Like, oh, man. Well, wow. let's say you said Chris Dudley. <laughs> He said, other one was Van Gundy. Van, All right, Van, um, Van Gundy was smashing raw, so you got to... Uh, oh, man. Oh, no. Nah, um, look, your past is your past. At the end of the day, if it was in the past like you said it was, who am I to judge you? Because I can't look. When I sit here and explain to you about what I've done, I don't want to be judged yeah. either. So why would I judge you for what you did? Well, you know... My thing, is that, my thing is, if you know it might have been someone I know, Oof. then I want you to tell me. Let me know. Because you, the last thing you want to do is be out here looking like a fool Right. Because she don't want to say nothing. Right. And then and you're kissing up and posting on social media, and then your boys is on the side laughing at the time. They you don't want face. that. You don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Rel's girl, yeah, we splashing the face. Remember that nigga kissing on her face and shit? Yeah. So it almost got to be almost like, to what extent did y'all go? Like, if it was a situation where y'all was like, where y'all was just smashing, but if it was like y'all was smashing and you, he was letting his mans join in too, like, I don't know if I could do that. You got a bruised ego, man. Listen, my ego is worth it. You can get hurt. I can get hurt easily. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, Rose girl, I fucked up back in 1999 and shit like that. A nigga was going to school, took it down yeah. in the back. Well, I mean, if it was 1999, who was me? That was like 20 some odd years ago. I don't care about that back then. All right, so let's say it was five years ago. Let's say, let's say she had a train mm-hmm. ran on her by, by the fucking New York Giants, bro. All the, all the offensive linemen ran a train on your girl, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
See, this is tricky because my thing is, is she going to tell me? Is she not going to tell me? Because what is the chances of me finding out it was a New York Giant that did it? Let's say she told you. If she told me, I, first of all, I think if she told me, I probably might not even believe it. Yeah, I guess. I might so. think she's joking because think about it. She's going to sit here and tell me, like, I got a train run on me by the Giants. <laughs> I might just be like, eh, yeah, you fine. You lying. But then, let's just yeah. say pictures come out. Then it's like, oh, shit, she wasn't mm-hmm. lying. I know a chick. She let she let a couple of the um was it the Mets or I think it was the New York Mets. Like a couple of dudes on the Mets ran through her, and um she was like, mm, I don't really know how I feel about that. But she said she had fun, and I said if you enjoyed it, yo, who gives a fuck? You yeah, know? but my thing is this: you got to look at it too. Like, do you consider her a groupie for letting that happen? Little, was she a little bit? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I ain't never heard her do that with the nigga from the block. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. So it's almost like, can you take her serious? Because how do you not know that she won't do that when the next celebrities run around? That's out? true. Like Brandon, Brandon Ingram show up. Damn, my voice is fucked up. Brandon Ingram show up. Some shit like that. Like, Dame Lillard show up. <laughs> I tell her, listen, yo, if you're going to do it, man, you got to drop my mixtape off and the nigga better put me on the album. Or you Be better. <laughs> I want an autograph jersey. See, that's you using it for your, your advantage. Oh, yeah, I got the Dame shirt on. I want yeah, but are, you, but are you wiping it though? That's the question. Nah, after I get my autograph jersey, she, she cut. I got it autographed jersey, you know what I'm saying? But nah, it's it's interesting how even a double standard of that goes because I have run train on girls. and Well, not girls, but I've been involved in one before. See, this is as blunt as I am. I always think with this show, I'm like, at some point, I might try to run for president and they're going to dig this show up. I'm done. It's toast for me. Oh, you finish. You finish. It's oh, all right, I'll take the blame though if you want. No, I, I, trust me, it ain't only this episode. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be curtains for me real fast, yo. But, you know, it is what it is. I ain't worried about that. So let me see. So what else you got going on with the other topics, man? I like this body count topic, and there's other shit that I did. Excuse me. It's, huh? it's funny you mentioned the uh, whole double standard thing, because that's looking like that's going to be the topic on my next week's podcast. What, about just sexual double standards in general? No, double standards in general. We're going to range from anywhere from why guys could do what girls can't to yeah, yeah. NBA to WNBA, because mm. that's a double standard in itself. So I'm not going to ask you. I'll wait for the episode. I won't yeah, sir. But even like the sort of double standard I find out with this is like when women women get offended when you say oh, you're immature if you ask a girl what her body count is, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't disagree with that. I'm not going to ask you. I, I don't disagree with you. I don't feel like it's wrong when you ask a female her age. I don't think so, it is either. It's fair. What, what, are, you trying, babe, what are you trying to hide? What are you trying yeah, to hide? Only thing I want to ask is your weight. That's the only thing I won't ask. <laughs> I mean, I don't really care about your weight. I like you if I like you. So it don't make a difference. Factual. Factual. If I feel like you need a donut, I'll give you the next one. So, <laughs> Well, see, that's the joint, though. Like, what I mean by that with the double standard is, like, you ask a girl her body count, and I've seen this on the internet. Oh, that's an immature man, and what does it matter? But at the same time, if you look at me and you think I'm a hoe, you're going to ask me. You know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. like, why is it okay for you to ask me, but I can't ask you? Yeah. And then they come with, the, well, men can do this, and they get away with it. And I'm like, that's true, but, you know, I'm not judging you. Live your life. Do what you want to do. But that comes with consequences, yeah, but- too. Accept the consequences that come with that and the judgments. Yeah, that but I, I feel like if you're, a, if you're a part of the smartest species, quote-unquote, why would you want to delve into what we do? What we, what we do? Why would you use us in this season? Perfect example. If you sit here and you'd be like, oh, um, you'd be like, oh, you cheated on me. And the first thing a female would be like, oh, well, y'all did it first. Okay, but you're supposed to be the dominant species. So if you're supposed to be the <laughs> dominant species, why are you using that as an example? Well, you it's know, that, that in itself is a whole other episode. The past yeah, yeah. and, the, and yeah. the accountability thing is a whole different. Mm-hmm. Thing. I will say, I will say. Um, I heard something today that was actually pretty dope. So, what was the chick that PJ Washington got pregnant? Brittany Griner, is that her name? No, no, not Brittany. Was it? No, it's not Brittany Griner. 
No, but nah. gotta play for the. She playing the NBA. Britney something. Yeah, you, I know who you talk about. That's the one that um she kind of like that they they had the whole thing where she stalked him. Yeah, and then got he got pregnant and then he married her. Or she had the baby and then she took him for child support. Some shit like that. I think it's Britney Renner. Britney Renner. Yeah, and then she's on um camp. She's on some college campus talking about scouting the next NBA player. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. But mm-hmm. she said something that actually, because I always rail against like a lot of times women in accountability, because again, something as small as like, let's say you and your girl break up, right? Mm-hmm. The questions that you're going to be asked will be very different. They're going to ask her, what did he do? They're going to ask you, what did you do immediately? So for, first thing that happens, what did you do? You cheated. Off top, off top mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or, even, or even a funny part that I like when is, and I always counter with this when women say, um, well, if she cheated, then he must have been lacking something emotionally at time or something like that. I said, mm-hmm. all right, cool. If that's okay, then it's okay for me to say I cheated because I wasn't getting something sexually. But it's mm-hmm. not, that's a double standard. But anyway, back to Brittany, she said something with accountability. She was like, you know, everybody want to talk about women don't hold themselves accountable. But what about these niggas out here? You know, we out to your money and you're going to fuck me wrong. Come in me. That's on you. And I said, Preach. yeah, yeah, <laughs> actually, you're kind of right about that. You're Preach. absolutely right. 100%. You know exactly what it was doing. Exactly. Ain't no pussy good enough in the world for me to give you $30 million. Mm-hmm. Amen. Not, not in the world, yo. Not I am not taking the condom off. I man, yo, my number, my body count as we talk about this is high. My raw body count is extremely. That's a, I don't do math, but this is a ridiculously low percentage of that. I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> my mom's told me one time she was like, um, don't let five minutes ruin the next thirty years, and yep, it always stuck with me. It always stuck with me. You know what I mean? You're absolutely right. So I'm a, I'm a wrap up with you soon, man, because we got a lot more we're gonna get into, and I actually want to do more shows with you, man, because I'm with it. You know, definitely. Man, there's definitely a nice little flow here, man. But I'm gonna mm-hmm. ask you this. Ask you this. You know what? We'll save this for the next episode. I want to get more flesh. I'm not even gonna tell you what it is. I want to be spontaneous. So we're gonna All right, that's what's up. <laughs> so yo, you can plug whatever you want to plug out there to the space, man. Tell me, tell me what you're doing, where to find you at. I heard you got um, the line and shit too. Yes, yeah, sir. Yes, sir. What you got on, right? Yes, yeah, sir. And the hat that goes with it. Um 2920 clothing. If you wanna buy anything, hit me up on 2920 clothing on IG. Um, you want to hit me up on my regular Instagram? It's Orel Beckham. Um, Orel Beckham that didn't get traded with Odell. Should have got. Nah, nah. That's where I actually got the name from. It kind of, it kind of flew, so I kind of kept it going. It so it just flew. took off. So um, then you got um, I got the other IG page, the Rails Relaxation Hour. I rebranded that too because it was originally that name, bro. Rails Relaxation Hour. And there's anything but. That's the funny thing. I, I thought it would be that until that first episode last night. It turned out to be anything but. But it's that's moving right. though. That's all right. Yeah, and then look, I got the podcast as well. So you can catch, like I said, you can catch that every Monday night, nine to ten, maybe yeah. possibly nine to eleven, depending. So it's on YouTube. Just click on the Evening Rush Network, you'll find it. See, this is a good thing that you have. You have a team. Everything's on me, and that this shit is time consuming. People don't understand that. Like getting topics, I try to research my topics. I try to make sure I do things a certain way. It takes time, you know what I'm saying? And it's difficult. Mm-hmm. And the audio, I mean, the video shit is even tougher. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, I'm still learning. Like, I got a year ahead on you, but I think you're making better progress right now. And plus, you, you're a little more, um, what's more consistent. And that's a that's a that's a that's a skill in itself. You know what I'm saying? I'm just that's moving right now, man. That's all it is. I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to dibble dabble on so many different things right now, hoping something just click. Yeah. And once it do, it's just it's taking off crazy. after that. Yep. And I, I tip my cap to you, man. And once I finish this contract, bro, three months, man, I won't have to work five thousand hours a week. I had that money in the bank or wherever I want to put it, and mm-hmm. I'll be able to put more into this shit, man. But, yo, thank you for coming on the show, my man. Not a problem, man. Anytime. You got a lot more coming up, and y'all want to be on the show. And, yo, by the way, thank you for um 
letting my track off of uh, Durag Daddy Delivers Dick Diary of a Single Man be the intro. No, thank you for letting me use it without suing me. Now, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. If you start making Joe Rogan money, I might, you know what I'm saying, I have to get about 40. Nah, like I said, if I start making Joe Rogan money, you might get some royalty checks. We're I talking mean, about it. At least 50 bucks, bro. Come on, man. Give me something. Man. I got you. Maybe I'll sponsor your next album. No doubt. No doubt. Mm-hmm. So my man, O'Rell Beckham, the Rel Relaxation Hour, right? Yeah, you can't see you. It's getting there. It's getting there. I can say that part. I can say that part. It's the like the the for the, the that was too much Rel. Oh, uh, the Rel Royal Minecraft. Man, you gotta understand when I first did the podcast, you know how many times I had to edit that? Yeah, definitely. So my brother, I'm gonna talk to you, man. Um good luck with everything going forward, though. Yes, sir. Appreciate you.